Just show up, folks. You ever known someone that got lucky a lot? You know what they did? They showed up. You can't get lucky if you don't show up. So suit up and show up. All highly successful people know that they have to show up. And that's what they do. They just keep showing up. What does showing up mean? Hey, it means simply getting out of bed in the morning. You know, sometimes when you don't want to get out of bed, you just get up and get out of bed. Nothing comes to someone that sleeps except a little rest and a few nightmares. I just thought I'd do a quick live. I uh, just come back from uh, Istanbul, actually, uh, last few couple of days ago over the weekend. Absolutely amazing, beautiful weather. I actually presented, um, I spoke, uh, did a little bit of a workshop, an interactive workshop, so it was quite fun, actually. Um, and then I'm back here now in the UK, and it's uh, pretty cold, actually. I just wanted to um, do a bit of a live and uh, basically go through my um, article that I wrote a few years ago, which was around um, 75 different kind of like startup ideas, maybe in little increments as um, obviously doing 75 all at once uh, would take a little bit of time. So I just thought I'd uh, touch upon the first kind of like five ideas that uh, I wrote about in the article. So one of the ideas, I know a lot of people, um, when they're looking to set something up or when they want to make something on the side, a little bit of extra income, they're looking for a variety of different ideas, you know, how can they set up something or what can they do? Uh, and there's, because there's so much things you can do now, nowadays is quite confusing at times. So you got to think about the kind of strengths that you have, what skills you have, uh, what's your background, you know, where you think uh, your abilities will you know, best be suited. And, you know, think about the audience. Who's your audience? How can you solve their problems? What can you provide as a service that could uh, uh, actually solve their problem? Or maybe even a product that you might develop. So the first kind of idea that I had was um, around potentially you could open up like a little bit of a food truck or, or a food van. So, you know, people need to eat, they need to drink, and they need somewhere to sleep. So those kind of uh, developments are always going to be positive in terms of setting something up in those particular fields. Uh, and obviously people need to eat. So I actually used to work in a bit of a food truck many years ago. Um, it's not easy, but you could particularly create some sort of particular cuisine where there's grilled food or, you know, your, your standard, bulk standard kind of food and uh, target a particular area. So these food trucks kind of work well in terms of like industrial estates because you have a lot of people coming to work in the factories or, or those type of places and then they need somewhere to eat and maybe there's not much places close by. So setting up like a food truck or, or, or a food kind of van in, in those kind of places uh, works quite well. Uh, and uh, also, you know, you get a lot of passer, passerbys coming by, people want hot drinks, teas, coffees, uh, and a variety of different things. So if you get the location right, and if you get a bit of a uh, niche cuisine or you develop your own kind of brand, that could work particularly well. I actually know a few people that actually run these type of vans and um, they are based in industrial estates uh, and they work quite well. I know one guy who's been doing it and uh, actually he's also got a catering company so he doubles it up during the day. He might be working in uh, a particular industrial estate, 
selling you know food to to uh, people that work there and then the evenings or maybe early mornings or weekends or whatever is is running a catering business on the side um which is quite positive and uh, you know as long as you've got your food safe safety certificate hygiene certificate i think it's level two you need and you pass the local municipality kind of rules then you'll be okay so that was the first kind of idea that i had uh, another kind of idea would be something like uh, setting up personalized items and gifts so it could be faith-based books it could be key rings it could be like cards, uh, greeting cards for, for events, for example, Christmas, Eid, uh, Easter, whatever the event might be. So you could have like a personalized kind of uh, gift shop maybe. So you could do it online or a brick and store kind of facility. But it's probably better to do it online maybe because there's less overheads. Obviously, if you get a brick and mortar store, then you're going to have to pay upfront overheads such as rent and also salaries and so on. So if you're doing something online, you can create a Shopify store or you can just create an online kind of store, maybe using WordPress. You could use different plugins like WooCommerce. Um, and you could also even link up with um, Amazon and get an affiliate account and have affiliate links. I've been doing that uh, with affiliate links. Uh, you might have seen some of my articles. For example, I've done one on mattresses, watches and when somebody actually goes on the website or reads the article and they click the link through and they go through to Amazon page if they purchase the product so if the products is better obviously if it's a high-end product it's costing a few hundred pound and they purchase it then you'll get a portion of that that's called affiliate marketing uh, as well so you could incorporate that into a kind of like a personalized souvenir type online store uh, another thing you can look at is um creating uh, catering companies. So you can have catering companies uh, that are dedicated in particular industries. So you could like, I know, for example, sometimes I go to my local petrol station and I'll get a sandwich and the sandwiches are made by a particular company, uh, which is not so far away from where I live. So I know I've seen actually the guys in the early mornings, uh, you know, really early morning, sometimes when I've been going to the gym, I've seen these guys park up in a van and they're delivering uh, their sandwiches and uh, they uh, cater for a particular audience and so on. So they've got like tuna, vegetarian, uh, cheese, salad, all these different kind of things. So you could actually set up a catering company. And I know close by here, there's there's somebody that does a catering company inside a community facility. So you've got people that are based, the business is based or the organizations based within the community uh, center or quite large actually and the people that come in so they can buy their lunches or their breakfast from there as well so you know people have done that as well and you can set one up you can get your kitchen certified from your local municipality depending on where you're based around the world and then you could actually create something there uh, actually probably know maybe there's a, a lot of aunties that create samosas or those type of things and they sell them to like corner corner shops or uh, these these stores around the areas, so you probably see people uh, deliver these type of things as well. So that's another thing that you could do. And one other thing that actually that's quite popular is wedding. Come on, wedding planner. So I was watching a documentary. Uh, I might share the link later on actually about wedding planners uh, based in Singapore dealing with the Chinese communities. So that's like a high-end luxury kind of uh, format that they had. Uh, and uh, China 
over the last 30, 40 years has changed its economy and has some of the uh, fastest growing number of millionaires and even billionaires within China. So a lot of uh, highly affluent people, uh, people with a lot of money to spend. So this particular person set up a company uh, creating tailor-made weddings for Chinese couples. She speaks a language. She's going around in Hong Kong and, and different places and uh, creating dream weddings for people. So you could become a high-end luxury kind of wedding planner or even if you could do like, it doesn't have to be high-end, but it could be based in your local area because I've seen companies set up that do, for example, stages, outdoor decoration lights, those different types of things. So, you know, wedding planning is a quite a lucrative industry, especially if you can get, you know, the high-end clients uh, who would be willing to pay because there are people, for example, there's over, I think there's about 300,000 uh, Russians living in London in the UK and a lot of them are high-end kind of individuals who've had businesses in Russia, maybe in the oil industry or different kinds of industries and then they've decided to move to the UK and obviously London is one of the uh, best cities in the world in terms of uh, economically and the opportunities available and uh, a lot of those people are looking for uh, you know places to spend their money so there's people setting up companies like for example they might help clients buy tailor-made suits diamond wedding rings or organize particular kind of niche element of the need horse and carriage or whatever it might be so yeah so you've got wedding planning and you could uh, tailor it for your particular kind of industry and the last thing I was going to say in, in this uh, kind of uh, live was uh, you can open up um, a faith-based kind of like marriage bureau so the problem is somebody's looking to get married and they might find it difficult to find a partner particularly so you could open up a marriage bureau and then actually uh, basically bring people together you can have people registering on there and then bring people together and basically create weddings for people. And that could be, again, you could charge a, a registration fee, whether it's monthly or annually. And if you've got recurring uh, revenue coming in, that's quite good because then you've got a sustainable model. And that's something that you could develop and even in the long term potentially sell because investors or people that buy companies, they often look for uh, organisations or companies that can create recurring revenue. So that's it for today. So it's just maybe five basic kind of startup ideas that I had. So there is a total of 75 in uh, in uh, the article. So I will hopefully go on to uh, talk about some more, uh, maybe on another occasion. So if you've got uh, a business idea, if you want to talk something through, uh, I'll drop a link in. So I'll give a free 15-minute exploration kind of call. So you can jump on a call with me, have a chat at no cost to you. Uh, I'll drop a link in so you can arrange a time to speak to me if you need to or if you want to explore ideas. 